Hey everyone, welcome back to PT Tech Talk Podcast. This is episode 36. I am Dave Kittle, one of two co-hosts. I'm a physical therapist, founder and CEO of Initial. Vinitial is a secure HIPAA compliant text application for patient provider and patient front desk communication. And today here with my co-host Rob Vining. Rob is a physical therapist and the founder of PT Live. And PT Live is a really cool chat application widget on your website if you're a practice owner for patients to communicate and speak with a PT before they are committing and calling in to schedule for your practice. So check that out. And I'm super pumped to have Ben Fung today on the podcast. He is a physical therapist. He's got an MBA. He's got a lot of uh, business background. And he is the COO of UpDoc Media. So shout out to Gene and everyone, all of our colleagues there at UpDoc Media. Absolutely. And uh, so before we introduce Ben, just want to say what's up to my co-host Rob. Rob, what's going on? Hey, everything's going good, man. Excited about episode 36 with Ben here. Hoping to get a, a little bit of a wrap-up, recap, and all the information that I missed going on in San Antonio this last weekend. So right. I leave Texas, and as soon as I leave, of course, they have CSM, you know, 30 <laughs> minutes down from where I used to live. So, yeah, I missed that one completely. But, hey, Ben, what's going on, man? I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Hey, Rob, Dave, great to be here. Dave uh, snatched me up on Snapchat, if I was correct, just like two days ago. But, hey... Let's get you on there. Well, all right. Pencil yes, me sir. in. Forget I, it. Splash it in the ink yeah. and we'll do it. Yeah. That's definitely. right. Taking action. I know that's what you're about. So love Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. Love it. Ben, so go in, you know, for the maybe 10 people who might be listening that haven't heard of you and everybody else, the other 95% have. <laughs> give us kind of a quick summary of um, just you, a little bit of background. And then, you know, you guys started up Doc Media. Um, you have 28 different things going on all the time. Give us a kind of a little summary of, of just yourself as a PT and, and I'll shut up here. I don't know. It's, it's, um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's really humbling. You know, like you, you mentioned that just like so many people know me and it's just, it still boggles my mind how that's even possible because even 10 years ago, um, you would only be remotely well-known if you had published, you know, 50 articles and guest lectured all over the world and, and you would be one of maybe 15 people that were that well known, but now there, I feel like there's like a hundred of us. Right. And, and it's a great thing. It's not like we're taking away from each other. In fact, I feel like we're building on each other's audiences. Right. Right. My, my background really is, you know, I'm a, I identify as a physical therapist who's now pivoted to becoming a, a connector and a media producer um, and a, an elevator of our profession through focuses on, on, business and, and public outreach uh, and really making a general statement that so much more to gain by growing together than we do uh, trying to nibble a little tiny slice of pie that we currently have. Right. And yeah. so that's really, uh, that's really where I come from. And uh, like Dave said, you know, I, I ended up in my path, uh, getting an MBA. I kind of hopped out my corporate career in like three years and I've tried every single setting in the world of food therapy minus acute neuro rehab um, as a licensed professor, at very least, um, within four years of being out of school. So now uh, we decided uh, two years ago to merge the brand voices myself uh, and the uh, Therapy Insiders podcast crew and we formed UpDoc Media uh, with the general purpose of delivering winning content to help our fellow PTs win in whichever pursuits that they have. Right. And uh, that's kind of a 
pretty much a, a, a one to 10 of me. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. So is it when you guys are, you know, you, you seem to cover the gamut. I don't think I can open up any sort of physical therapy page without seeing, you know, you guys at UpDoc Media somewhere. You've got, you know, Jerry over there. You've got such a good podcast lineup that, that kind of runs the gambit. What have you guys focused on, or let's say for 2017, what are you guys looking to focus on this year? I think our big focus uh, is going to be empowering content marketing across the continuum of what is physical therapy, whether it's the clinical focus, an academic focus, uh, whether it is a startup focus, student focus, it can be a career finance, uh, even tech, especially tech, right. actually. Yeah. And also, interestingly enough, is recentering uh, at least our private practice uh, compadres uh, in making sure that their web presence is strong. Yeah. And beyond that, it's going to be to uh, in you know using that to fund as a resource our ultimate drive, which is to empower the developing professionals in whichever pathways that they want. And we have some crazy plans ahead. Uh, one which we recently, actually, I think today we did a live uh, sneak preview broadcast of our uh, recharge project, nice. um, which was an attaché of the uh, the UpDoc brand of families or family of brands. Yeah, <laughs> the other one. So, so yeah, and and I and I checked it out. That was pretty cool. Um, and now this weekend, you just got back home from San Antonio. You and about fourteen thousand physical therapists from across the country were at CSM uh, this past week and past weekend. And uh, you and Greg, Brett, and Rich all had a probably the most um, boisterous or the the most prominent talk in terms of reach, not just, um, not just in person, but also uh, digitally. So tell us about how that talk went and some of the highlights from that in case anyone has missed the video or they were not there. So yeah, if, you, if you've missed the video, if you go to the UpDoc Media Facebook page, just facebook.com slash UpDoc Media, we have it there. It was live streamed and uh, you can see the whole thing. But it was a really cool process. <clears throat> uh, Rich Severin helped coordinate everything together uh, through the cardiopulmonary section. Uh, and, and much, uh, much credit to them uh, as a group and just helping us out making this actually happen. We titled it Social PT, Transforming Society Through Social Media and covered kind of the, the journey of how this would work from the new grad student uh, aspect of how you can use that to, to launch a career beyond the normal you know, entry level and to really just hop skip up there, uh, right. much like I have. Right. And uh, with uh, Rich Severin talking from the researcher's perspective and the academic's perspective where uh, academics that have a strong social media reach actually have more successful publications because of that social reach. Right. Greg Todd was able to cover uh, the, uh, the business uh, owners, the private practitioners perspective of how you can use the digital media platforms to reach your communities where they are well, rather than to, you know, wave a flag or distribute 5,000 flyers and, and buy $50,000 worth of lunches a year and, right, yeah. and, and be more efficient and be more importantly authentic in how you reach your audience. And I closed the talk challenging all of us, you know, individually and corporately as physical therapy professionals that we reach out with our own platforms, our personal platforms and share the wonderful stories that we participate in every single day. I mean, yeah. not a day goes by, you know, when I was a, a clinical physical therapist, something nothing short of a miracle would occur for the patient on their, you know, in, in the spectrum of their lives, yeah. you know, and it could be as dramatic as 
you know, a, a, a neurosurgeon saying, hey, I don't know if you're ever going to walk again, but then the physical therapist uh, leads that team into proving that wrong. They right. walked out, you know, or it could be as simple as somebody going through years and years and years of pain, but then with the fi- finally with the right approach and just connecting with somebody as a human being, um, that they walk out with the first, you know, gap of time, they feel like, hey, this pain is finally manageable. Right. So the challenge that we really issued was, let's go trans, you know, let's get social and go transform by sharing and being part of these communities that we should definitely be part of. But you, I mean, you've, you've done like the biggest job of that though. Like I mentioned in the pre-interview, um, I, I mentioned the pre-interview that Ben has, um, sent a bunch of different PTs and students my way that are interested in, in technology or, or how to, how to integrate technology in, uh, in, in their role as a student or as their interest, they're just generally interested in it. And, um, and just, you know, what you've been able to do on your own, I think has been super impressive because, um, not only do a ton of, uh, physical therapists know you that are now live on the Facebook, uh, in the Facebook audience right now, and also everywhere else, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. Um, but I've always been super impressed in how that you just do it in such a genuine way. Like it's never about like what's in it for you, Ben. It's like, you're just so selfless and giving. Yeah. And then what's, what's so great to see that is that you get so much more like in return in terms of, like you said, people that are, uh, kind of giving you props and giving you support for what you're doing. And it, it just blows you away. And, and it's because you've already upfront gave so much help and support to others. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, I guess it was maybe a year and a half ago or so, Ben, that, I mean, I didn't even know anybody, even on the Twitter scene, I might've had, you know, five people I was following and I was, I ran into you right away. And I was like, this guy, I need I to talk that. to this guy. <laughs> I remember and, that. And you gave me like an hour of your time, man. You just hopped on a, a Skype call and I was able to kind of flesh out some details and ideas about PT Live and you helped me right away. You didn't even know me. Yeah, like, that sounds like a yep. <laughs> Yeah. And that's how, that's how genuine you are, man. That's the, the absolute consistency with everything you do is it's not only, you know, public when you're, you're posting something, but it's absolutely in the private setting too, you know, and that's, that's the great part about it. And that, like you were saying, that's the best part about technology is we can be ourselves and then people can feel like they can approach us without having to do the, the introductory, Hey, I'm this guy, you know, <laughs> kind of almost like the, the fencing trying to figure out who this person is and if you can be open and honest with them. And it's so easy to be open and honest with you. And it's, I don't know, man, it was just, I was blown away from that point forward. And just to see this, I imagine there was probably a bunch of, um, not older. I don't want to say older. How about seasoned? We'll use that word. Seasoned. I like seasoned. Yeah. (laughs) Seasoned professionals. Mine like a steak. Um, (laughs) Professionals that actually probably came up to you and asked you a bunch of stuff at CSM. Um, mm-hmm. is that something that you ran into? Yeah, no, it was, it was so interesting because, um, obviously, you know, when it comes to technology adoption and, and social media and social platform being a, a technology, uh, the younger crowds will be drawn to it first simply because they grow up with it. You know, it, it, they, they almost are born with something like that in their hands at these days. Yeah. And so it's very easy for them to go, uh, you know, and say, oh my gosh, this, this is the guy on my screen and I now I have to shake his hand. Um, but in the very, very same vein, I have the same thing with seasoned professionals with, oh gosh, like, you know, people I admire 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, like you, you admire my social platform. Like it, right. it blows my mind that that even occurs because, right. you know, I quote grew up watching these legends, right. you know, and, and they're willing to engage with me, uh, you know, on this authentic and genuine way in person, even though we never met in person. And I think that, I mean, I, I think, you know, thank you guys so much for all that kudos. It's still, <laughs> it, you know, it makes me blush in one fashion or another. Right. But I also think that what, what we see there, um, cause you guys are the same, you know, I know you guys are the same and it's, it's really, I think a, a propagation of the positivity and, and, and the generosity that really is uh, incumbent within the culture of our profession. And we're very giving people as clinicians, you know, yeah. I think I was, I was on a call at one of our, you know, we give out uh, free strategy sessions all the time, um, just through UpDoc cause we, we want to help people win. And one of the things we talked about today was, you know, we have a terrible time saying no as physical therapists. Yeah. It is so hard to say no as yep. a PT. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, you know, while that might be a, um, a strength, it can't be a weakness. But when it comes to each other as colleagues, I, I, try, to, I try every way to say yes, any, any chance I get. Because um, I really think, I really do believe that the more we elevate each other, the more we will all win. You know, from an economic standpoint, you know, it doesn't matter whose textbook you're looking at, whether it's 7% of the musculoskeletal market or, or 10. I think I've seen as high as maybe 13 to 16. It doesn't matter. It's less than 20%. You know, if, if we are serving less than 20% of the people that could really genuinely benefit from the stuff that we know and the skills we can present and the relationships that we can have with them, yeah. And, you know, our quarrel isn't with each other. Our, our quarrel uh, is with making sure that our voice is heard the right people. Yeah. So, Ben, we had a quick question in the Facebook Live chat. Michael Lavillette, uh, student physical therapist. Hey, Lavi, what's up? Hey, Lavi. He asked, um, can he get the slides from your talk and presentation from CSM? Is that something you guys are sharing or no? Uh, I think we are. I, I want to say it's downloadable through the CSM um, through the CSM uh, website. But if it's not, uh, you know what, Mike? I know you. Uh, you and I Snapchat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't show a record of it because this thing disappears, right? But right. Um, if that's the problem, you know, easily, you know, we, let's just talk to to Greg, Rich, and Brett. I'm sure we all agree that hey, we'll make them public. It's nothing secret. It's only stuff that's going to make us better. Yeah, so. I think that's such a big shift in the last few years too is going from that guru status to sharing status. Because as a, as a community as a whole, if we can all do that together, then everybody in the public can see that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Everybody wants to hang around people that are, that are it's like some of the best base, baseball teams or basketball teams or football teams. They might have had you know one big star, but still that big star was all encompassing and wanted to help everybody around them be better. And that's how I think our professional, uh, our professional attitudes towards one another in the last few years has changed completely. Because I know ben, I, is Ben Fung the LeBron James of physical therapy? I believe so. I believe he is. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, because seriously, like LeBron knows that he's great. Yeah. But at the same time, he like he does pass a lot, and yeah. he does share the spotlight a lot, and he. So it is. I mean, you know, I it, it, it's kind of like lighthearted. I'm not saying like that you know you're the second coming but like come on like you you are definitely, definitely not <laughs> you're definitely prominent enough that um you know it, it, it the, the comparison makes sense right yeah well I, I think you're right i mean it's uh it is that passing it is the sharing the spotlight it's the it's a growth mindset you know a, bun, a minus of, of abundance versus a mindset of scarcity you know it's not about 
uh, you know, the fact that there's limited resources about, hey, let's grow those resources together. You know, it's funny. I had a conversation, uh, you know, shout out to Greg Todd. We were on the same panel together. And it was hilarious because I had this student, um, you know, he came up to me and he goes, hey, uh, you know, what do you think about Greg Todd? I think he's wonderful. You know, we're, we're doing a, we're doing a panel together. And he goes, well, you know, you mentor students, he mentor students. Can I do both? Like, yeah. Why not? <laughs> of, course. of course you can do both. The way I see it, I mean, you guys know, you know, like I, it's kind of like, uh, I'll, I'll go to two life metaphors that mean very much to me. Um, one is surfing, one's martial arts. Like in surfing, can you be a longboarder and a shortboarder? Absolutely. You can do both. And in martial arts, can you learn more than one system or one style? Absolutely. You have everything to gain from learning these various various styles, various levels of approach um, from, you know, different voices with different experiences. It's not about them versus me. It's about how can we grow together? Yeah. And, and you're right. It is a mindset shift. It's no longer approach versus approach or school versus school or ortho versus neuro. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, there's a joke I keep hearing, you know, like, uh, you know, from the, the neuro section where, you know, ortho PTs are just neuro PTs that don't know, don't know it yet. <laughs> you know, and, and I love that. I love that because I'm also seeing the opposite. I'm seeing in acute neuro rehab, right, where traditionally not much orthopedic manotherapy is occurring, but there's so much to be done, especially with the spinal cord injury populations. And these neuro PTs are reaching back into their techniques and dealing stuff like carpal tunnel, you know, from, you know, from neck down, double crush, all that stuff. And they're pulling all these things out of the box again to create a more balanced and more fleshed out ecosphere of how, how they act in the cool world. Right, right. Awesome. So, Ben, we have a bunch of questions for you. I don't even know if we're going to be able to get through them right now. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know Rob. Rob has some other good questions because we wanted we want to touch on some more technology. Your thoughts on technology and the future of telehealth, and Rob has some things on his end for that to ask about. Um, so, why don't we try to do this? We'll do like a rapid fire of some of these questions, and then I'll bounce it back over to Rob. Sounds good. All right. So, on LinkedIn, Nick Brashante. Do you know Nick? Physical therapist. I know Nick. Two, I think he's like two months out of school. Of course he knows Nick. Why would he not know I Nick? I know Nick. What's up, Nick? <laughs> so here, let's let's just try to do some concise responses. So Nick I'll, asked, I'll do tweet. I'll do tweet link answers. How's that? Oh, there you go. All right. So Boom. Nick asked, Ben, what are one or two things you'd hope to see improved for the next CSM? And is there anything PTs can or should do now to prepare for that? Awesome. Uh, a couple of things. Um, Number one is probably requesting a more breadth of time for us to be able to network and to socialize across the exhibit hall or any other galas, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, I think the CSM organizers have done such a great job over the last couple of years. I remember um, my first one, which was actually my town in San Diego. Um, it was already crazy back then. Yeah. And I think it'd be wonderful uh, if we can, whether it's within the times of the attention um, or, you know, before or after hours that we can find ways to better connect with each other in person. Uh, and I think to prepare and start with that, jump on these social platforms, you know, get on Twitter, get on LinkedIn, get on Facebook, um, get on the groups in Facebook, uh, get on Instagram, uh, you know, Snapchat with each other, kind of break down some of those professional barriers where you feel like you have to be very stiff and wearing a tie to realize that, you know, that whole hashtag PT fam, that's for reals. That yeah. love that I felt, at CSM, I, the first thing I thought of was, this felt like a family reunion. 
And the other description, which is completely unrelated, which will boot us to the next question, is it also <laughs> felt like uh, that, that APTA is next and PPS had a child. <laughs> I had just enough party and just enough intimacy that it was just that wonderful. That's so why I felt like a family. I wow, think that there you go. The title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> next and PPS made a child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It changed from Ben Fung, the, the social media connector, to that. All right, yeah. so next question from Lisa Holland from LinkedIn. So Ben, do you feel that PT schools seem to still be resisting teaching ways to incorporate technology in modern ways to be socially relevant? Good question. That is packed. And um, I am very pleased to say that that resistance is going down quick. Yeah. Uh, since the turn of this year, since 2017, I cannot count the amount of emails, the amount of direct messages, private messages, um, you know, even some text messages through my Google Voice are requesting connect with me through digital platforms. Right. Uh, and, and to actually, even that's the start right there, right? Isn't that the start? If you, if you can connect in a communicable way through technology, the rest of it is a piece of cake. Then it's just a matter of understanding what kind of platforms or what kind of purposes these technologies are trying to, to be utilized upon and what problems they're solving. So right. I'm so happy to say that programs are finding ways because of student initiatives and because of progressive thinking professors that they are going to bend over backwards to at least start conversation. Yeah, that's perfect. It's almost like using the telephone, you know, when the telephone first came out, I'm sure everybody was like, what is this thing? But then once they learned that they could communicate with their neighbor or, you know, being on a farm, you could communicate with somebody, you know, five miles away and you needed X, Y, or Z and you could just reach out. It's the same thing. We're just using technology to communicate with one another and, and grow and learn. So it's, it's the exact same thing. There's no reason that, that schools should be afraid of teaching that or exploring it. You know, it just helps us communicate better. Awesome. That's, that's a great analogy. All right, so next question from Will Boyd on LinkedIn. He had wrote to Ben, <clears throat> Ben, how would you approach a clinic whose leadership is clinging on to their methods of being solely referral, like being a solely referral and word of mouth based practice yeah. uh, in a way that would create an open dialogue about them investing money in direct marketing? Well, the first thing I would approach is um, with facts, really. You know, we're a pretty fact based society as physical therapists is yeah. um, because, you know, we've made that shift to evidence-based practice and we really do respect research um, and the science behind it. Yeah. And the numbers are very plain and simple, uh, whether it's in the Midwest, the South, uh, you know, in the coastals, even up in Canada, physician referral patterns have completely dried up for certain, you know, certain areas. So much to the point where, you know, whether it's a mom pop shop or I've talked to, you know, enterprise levels of, you know, 50, plus clinics, right. You know, they're coming to me complaining or even firing their entire physician marketing staff going, what do we do now? Yeah. By the numbers, our financial analysts have shown us that these referral chains have dried up. And if yours hasn't, it's just, it's just about to. It's a matter of time. <laughs> it's yeah. a matter of time. And so that's the fact. And so, and I wouldn't pit it as like, okay, we're doing digital, you know, direct to uh, consumer versus uh, direct to referral. It's not a competition. Really what it is, is diversifying your financial portfolio. That's what you're looking at. You're looking at different ways of generating revenue input or revenue activities. And you're testing out the direct to consumer as one of those. 
if those happen to grow, you invest more. Just like any other solvent financial investor would, you know, they would have, and they might even invest in the weirdest of things. You know, some, a lot of the uh, financial investors out there don't like commodities, but they're still going to do it anyways, because it's right. a smart thing to do. You never know. Yeah. All right. So real quick, Rob, I have another question from sure. the Facebook live group, which is amazing. Uh, shout out to Hiza. Mwana, who, so he was our guest last episode. So he's asked Ben, so he said, Ben, how do you stay motivated and organized with all of the various projects that you undertake? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and so that was kind of like what Rob had mentioned, you know, that you, that you're definitely involved in a lot. And he's asked, is there technology involved? Like, do you, you know, I don't, I don't know if he's asking about services or if he's asking about how do you leverage technology for uh, juggling your schedule and your day? Um, so he's a, if you want to clarify that you can write another question in the chat, feel free to clarify, but I'm sure Ben, you kind of understand what he's asking. I, I think I get the gist. Uh, there's definitely technology involved, but I have to give credit first to people. Um, you know, we have a great team uh, and I have a great family, family in some regard, and they help me keep on track because I'm not just the only person trying to juggle all this stuff in my head. Right. Uh, and then we definitely have technology in the background, you know, whether it's flow charts um, or we use uh, different communication channels. Like we use Slack or I email myself or write things down on various calendars with various labels. Uh, really it's a combination of making sure that I don't get lost in my own head and I'll get lost in my own flow charts, whether it's through texting, emailing calendars, uh, right. Google drive, or, you know, you guys mentioned Trello in the, the pre-show, whatever the platforms are, I always do my very best to link it back to a real person relationship um, and not just a name, number, and handle. I really try to, you know, I, I take that extra effort to make sure that uh, I, I relate in my head, um, both on a mental and an emotional level to a person, you know? And then it's funny because like I, I was hard on myself at the uh, social PT chat because I think I recognize at least three or four people in every row for the first four rows that I could actually see. Yeah. I, I mentally challenged myself, hey, I should say hi to every single one of them <laughs> when I took my turn. But then I chickened out because, you know, my vision was getting funny and, you know, yeah. but, but that's really what it is. That's, that's the quote secret that I use is I have a team. I rely on them. I empower them to do as, you know, everything within, you know, their scope of expertise to empower me. Uh, and that happens on the, the, the company level and that happens on the familial level. Yeah, nice. Well, speaking of, let's jump to the the exhibition hall. We were kind of touching on that a little bit about maybe some of the differences that you were seeing this year versus the past several years for uh, for CSM. Go over some of the stuff that you saw there. I mean, like we were saying, is usually the the old EMR stuff and you know the the regular run of the mill your table stakes type of technology for physical therapy. What did you see this year that was that was a little bit different? So what was really cool was um, you mentioned it exactly, you know, you walk in and you expect it, right? The first row from left to right is your um, massive, hardcore, uh, big DME kind of things, you know, with the latest trends and then big EMR, oh, excuse me, big EMR companies and behind immediately up and down. Uh, um, it was all sorts of what we would consider novel technologies in healthcare. So yeah. stuff like telehealth or what I like to refer to now as virtual health because really we're in that phase where everything we're doing is truly virtual or even with augmented reality technologies. Yeah. What we're really seeing in the exhibition hall is looking more into that. Lesson to say, because 
the, the human body can only be interventionally, um, you know, treated on a clinical level in so many different ways. Yeah. And we're learning a lot is let's get ahead of that game, right? Let's, let's not need to be so good at treating people as much as that's important. Let's yeah. get even better at preventing the treatment to begin in the first place. Yeah. And the only way you can prevent is if you can communicate. And so there are a lot of platforms out there that are trying to solve that problem right. and how we can connect with people uh, before stuff goes bad. And yeah. it's happening on, on multiple spectrums, which I'm loving. Just, I love to see it. Yeah. There was a little bit, you were talking about like uh, Mike Eisenhart with population health. Did he have a booth or was he just kind of? Mike had a session. Um, he had a whole population health session that nice. uh, unfortunately was opposite of mine oh, no. uh, on the Friday. And I actually wanted to go to his. I, I was yeah. joking with the, our speakers, uh, you know, with, with Rich Gregg and with Browse. Like, hey, let's wrap it up in like an hour and then let's all <laughs> crash his session. Right. And I know it was like two hours. I was, I was looking at the video. I was trying to plot out my time. Like, how much can I watch of this before I have to go do X, Y, or Z? And I was like, ah, it's two hours. Great. Like, excellent content, but just so much. I bet you everybody in, that, in, that, uh, in the audience was so lucky to actually be able to see the whole thing live. But, yeah, that's just the exhibition hall and seeing all that new, I guess, was it more niched down? Technology. It was it was a little bit more niche down for sure. So you know there was actually several telehealth platforms or yeah. virtual health platforms, all with kind of a you know call it very much broken into a social media need. Okay. So you know like Facebook has a deeper need for groups and social circles and spheres of influence. Twitter has a lot more. <coughs> excuse me. Twitter has a lot more of a immediate response. Snapchat has a gamification. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is a lot more visual uh, and very much so those platforms in those realms, uh, you know, you saw a lot more of that and a lot less of, you know, lasers and microcurrents and, um, you know, yeah. treadmills. And so ultrasound, ultrasound. Oh, I, yeah, knew, right, I knew yeah. Rob was going to say ultrasound. <laughs> I, I was saving it. <laughs> I just take it. Somebody has to take it. Right. I know Rob very well by now. A lot yeah. less modalities yeah. to treatment, much more modalities of being better connectors as clinicians. Yeah. That's great. That's perfect. Did anything jump out with uh, just any of the talks that you got to see that was more tech based? I know you guys did the, the your tech uh, talk itself with you know four pretty heavy hitters that were all talking about social media and and tech. But was there any other type of technology um, talks that went on at CSM? Uh, I believe there were. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see much more of that. I was one of those guys that. Uh, this time, unfortunately, I, I had to skip out of a lot of different sessions. Yeah. But I yeah. was able to connect with people, you know, in the exhibition hall uh, and have those conversations there. Um, but technology was definitely an interwoven conversation because the other interwoven conversation was community. Yeah. We need to reach our communities that we serve. You know, shout out to Carling Butler. She had a great session on Saturday morning talking about that. You know, a reference as, you know, technology as one of the many ways that we can connect with our communities. And so I, I think that, it, it, you know, if I didn't get to, I had, a, I had a stinting suspicion that it was all the way woven there. And if it wasn't done this year, it will be throughout the rest of this year and into next. Right. Yeah. Perfect. So what are you guys, um, I guess with UpDoc Media, is there a focus? What's coming up next? Like, what is the big thing that you see? Are you saying, Rob, are you saying that he needs more on his plate? Yeah, exactly. Come on. <laughs> You're not doing enough, man. <laughs> I got to do more. <laughs> right, right. 
what's next for the updock phase, huh? Well, really, um, it, it's it, it holds true to our call it our. I mean, I don't think it's specifically written as our mission statement, but really, it's, it's holding true to delivering good content that helps people win. You know, I, I think that's yeah. the mindset that we hold as a culture and as a company. And uh, you know, whether specific things like. Um, powering a startup clinic and, and delivering a show in that regard uh, or, uh, you know, double downing on helping businesses of all sizes, whether it's clinical facing, education facing, uh, or, or tech and app facing uh, to deliver good content um, on a content marketing strategy approach or even on a website building approach. You know, there's a, we found that that's a huge need lately yeah. and just to spread the gospel of it. You know, you don't have to buy from us. You guys just have to do it. You know, I right. rather, yeah. I almost rather that, you know, more people do it and not buy from me because that means that PT's winning all the way across the board. You know, right. I, I would, I would love to kill my own need because that means that I can move on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Wow. So Ben, you're so accessible pretty much everywhere. But if someone was watching this, whether they're a practice owner or a physical therapist or a student or anyone else in healthcare, or maybe even not in healthcare, because I don't know, some of our family members probably go on the Facebook and, and watch this, right. this video. So if, if anyone wanted to reach out to you, where's your preferred method? Where, what's best to reach out to you, Ben? Well, uh, I'll, I'll throw it back at, uh, if you want to reach out to me, whatever platforms you like, because oh, I'm on all I of love them. It. All right, I'm on all of them. I Snapchat with, uh, with clinic owners, with uh, fresh professionals, with students all the time. I'm on Instagram now. It was a challenge to myself in 2017. It was the last social platform, major social platform I wasn't on just because <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm going to be a rebel and boycott it, but I'm on there now. And <laughs> if you want to integrate, you know, if you want to uh, reach out that way, that's great too. But all my handles are all the same. It's all Dr. Ben Fung. It's all D-R-B-E-N-F-U-N-G. Nice. And you can even call or text me on my Google voice number. Uh, it's, it's just really to filter out any free cruises I might've won. <laughs> and it's just four, seven, zero. I get a lot of them still. You won't even believe it. And like, they're clever. They're, those voice answers are so clever. Now they'll act, they'll act like they can't hear you. Yes. I got one the other day. Right? And then the, hello, can you, can you talk a little louder? Can you, uh, Oh, Hey, Hey, yeah. Hey, I think I have something good for you. You might have just won a career. I'm like, no, they got me. I had one right? the other day. It was that the lady said she, oh, I dropped my headset. I'm so sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what is this lady doing? And then she's, you may have won. I was like, oh, you, you got me. Oh, you totally got me. But either way, 470-FUNG, if you want to call or text, it comes straight through to, to this phone right here if you're watching the video stream. Um, otherwise it's Dr. Ben Fung on Twitter. It's Dr. Ben Fung on, uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can email me Ben at updocmedia.com. And, uh, what did I leave out? Did I leave out Snapchat? I think Check Snapchat. out updocmedia.com, your website, the main website. Yep. My web's, main website is updocmedia.com. And for whatever, whatever questions you need, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to bill for my time. <laughs> you know, it's just, I love connecting with people. And, and most importantly, I like, I love connecting them with pathways of success. And if that so happens to, you know, to, to benefit the company I serve, awesome. Awesome. Because somebody else is being benefited and that just helps our entire ecosphere to win. Yeah. Awesome. Are you still there, Ben? I am still All right. here. Got it, got it. Awesome. So for everyone 
that has stayed with us this whole time. Thank you so much for joining in. That is PT Tech Talk episode 36 with our friend, our colleague, and physical therapist, Dr. Ben Fung. So please feel free. If you want to learn and hear more about us, what Rob and I are doing, check out PT Tech Talk. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. If you want to check out the videos, check out YouTube. If you want to listen to us on the go, check out our podcast players, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So for Rob and I here at PT Tech Talk, Ben, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.